Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming podcast. This is the One Up Gaming 150th podcast special. And we're here, it's 1UP Gaming, it's episode 150. Way. Whoa. Lads, lads, lads. Thank you, at least someone sort of like came straight in with some quips or something. <laughs> wow. Quips. I thought I'm I was not gonna... sure if lads, lads, lads can be quips. <laughs> I just thought I was going to sort of like say that and then I was going to say... Yeah, 150, everyone. Yeah. 150. Who'd God, have... we're old. Who'd have thunk it? We're old now. We're old men. I mean, what's scary, I think... I'm not sure, but I think one or two or three is me on my own, which I'd never done anything before like that. And I didn't actually have a PC to record on, so I had to have a, a digital dictaphone all those yeah. years ago. Which I then Did you just... say you stole that? Yeah, it was my girl, ex-girlfriend's, who was a psychiatrist, <laughs> so I just nicked it off her. <laughs> so I could have probably put loads of confidential shit up, but I, I didn't thought, yeah, better not. <laughs> oh. Romance is not dead anymore. Oh, it is. <laughs> anyway, 150 was to be happy not talking about exes that cunts. Ooh. Ooh. Well. So, Zach, do you have Do you have any ex girlfriends? <laughs> <laughs> That's my question. No, Sean. I have, Sean, I have Sean. something to say, Sean. So, shh, shh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This week, we are sponsored by Audible. Want to listen free to the interesting. Wait, what happened? <laughs> I've oh, fucked this right up already. Shall I start again? Yeah, go on. Yeah. This week we are sponsored by Audible. Want to listen to free and interesting movies and books? Try the Audible 30 Days Trial and join Audible today and you can enjoy your first free listen. Of course, if you don't like our audiobooks, then you can exchange it for another free. So what are you waiting for? Visit www.audibletrial.com forward slash O-U-G. Try the Audible 30-day podcast... No, not podcast. Trial now. <laughs> it was going so well and stuff in that last bit. I <laughs> recommend Jam by Yahtzee Croshaw from Audible, and you can get that now. Go get it. It's a good book. There you go. I thought I'd add a little bit at the end. You know, you know. <laughs> don't laugh. It's a good book. So before we start proper, please go to our podcast iTunes page... Just go either to, just search the One Up Gaming Podcast or OUG Talks. Leave a positive review and leave five stars. On the review, just leave your Twitter handle to be in with a chance to win one of 150 random Steam codes that we've been sent to give away for our 150th podcast. Thank you and on with the show. Yeah, 150 guys. <laughs> Let's do this. We're just, we're going off. That's, that's it. We've seriously been doing this for over three years now. Oh my god, we have. How scary is that? Very scary. That, this is creepy. So how long have you been doing this for, Zach? Because I I woke up this morning and I thought it's nearly um, halfway through the year already. I think 
I joined about a year, just over a year and a half ago. So it was about 70-something, wasn't it? Mid- yeah. Mid-70s when you joined. Yeah. I think I was like, I think it was August time, I think I joined. I don't know. I know <laughs> you sort of joined just as, I think... The old guard left. Yeah. What are you laughing at, Sean? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, I would just like to take this opportunity just sort of say, check out our friends' podcast over at No Conduct Radio, and you can get them on at, whatever, Blog Talk Radio. What should we do first? Should we just quickly run through what we've been playing this week? I think that's a fantastic idea. That is, that that never gets old. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to go first? I'll let Sean go first. So no. if we can try yeah, and on, you, you, you haven't been here for a while. Try and keep this section quite short. Okay, I've been playing games. Um as you as you do. So I've I've played um Dark Souls three. Um recently got uh, the a zombie with a PlayStation Plus. Um Zombie. I've replayed um The Sims 4 because I got the new DLC. Um That's it. <laughs> um, I've been buying the odd PS2 game because I've been getting really retro recently. PS2 is so. not really retro. Well, you want to start then, getting a Sega Saturn collection, man? Get Sega Rally, Virtua Fighter 2, Virtua Cop. But I want to play good games. <laughs> <sighs> Calm down, David. <laughs> okay. I know you're getting angry. You're dead to me, you <laughs> dick. Well. No, no, I, I like uh, virtual. I'm more of a Tekken guy, though, you know, and yeah, because Tekken, I, I just like Tekken more. I'm sorry. I liked Tekken when it was a lot more arcade-y. thoughtful. No, Jesus Christ, what got more arcade as it went? It was a lot slower, and you had like better moves than that in the original sort of one. Mm. My favorite character has always been Lee, like like Lai. like the Jap, the 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 the, the foreign one. I think the he other, came no, into I mean, it in, in Tekken no, 2. Been, no, he's been there since Tekken 1. I should know because... Because, yeah, I should know because I do. <laughs> I can't remember. No, but he was he was my favourite because he does that kick thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, not, 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 not Lee. 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 I can't. L-E-I. L-E-I. Lee. Basically Jackie Chan, not Bruce Lee. All oh, right. Cause... He's a little dumpier. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Well, Jackie Chan's awesome. He is, but he he just looks Not... like a little squidgy person now. Mm. But I guess he's he is. That, he... I mean, how old is he now? About like in his mid fifties, wasn't he? Yeah, he's he's kicking it. Mid fifties? Isn't he? Isn't he like sixty five now? Oh, you made a valid point. One that's worth to be googled. <laughs> he's he's been well, around he ages, isn't he? In... Yeah, I mean, he was in a Bruce Lee film in his 20s, so he's definitely kicking late 50s at least. The first thing that's popped up on the Bing search is Jackie Chan Hindi dubbed movies. Yeah, let's get Google on that. He is 62 years old. 62? Jet Li is 52. I never cared about Jet Li. No, there was a massive thing about him, but I, I remember years ago, like, but yeah, none of his stuff I uh, quite enjoyed. Yeah. I think I like Jackie Chan most because of Jackie Chan Adventures. 
I'd never watched that. I mean, I used... Oh, that was a great program. Yeah, Did so anyone good. else watch Meals on Wheels? Yes. That was so good. Was I good, loved yeah. that movie. I think I liked... I liked the... Uh, did you ever play the uh, PS2 game of Jackie Chan Adventures? No, I played one on the PS1, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that one, yeah. That was alright. I don't know if it was... I don't know... I think it was, was it just Jackie Chan or something? I can't remember now. Yeah, I think... Um... I think it was quite bad, though. Quite slow and floaty. Mm. But then again, if you look back, nearly all PS1 games are slow and floaty now. Pretty much. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, Dark Souls 3 and Zombie Zombie. I played it on the Wii U, I've played it on the PC, and i played it on the PS4. It's slow and clunky. Um, the plot's a bit weird. It's shit. <laughs> I played it on the Wii U. Because I got my Wii U and I thought, I'll, I'll buy that because everyone else goes on about it. Mm. And wait, is someone saying hello in the background? That's my brother. Oh, get your brother on, get your brother on. Yelling down um, the stairs. Shout your brother in. No. Go on. No. We can have some genuine no. person saying, congratulations on 150 pound cash. No, he won't do that. Why won't he do that? Yeah, he doesn't like me. He does not <laughs> like you. Um, listen, we're, we're just, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Alright then. Yes, yeah, so Zombie U. It was quite fun, but I, I never went back to it. No, I quite uh, enjoyed Zombie U, yeah. I thought it was quite fun. It was it was okay. It was just it's, since, it's, I, since I played it on the PC, which I believe is the best way to play it, It's it's it gets so frustrating when I know how to play it. I mean, <laughs> I do like how it's a first-person, you have a quick turn. I think all first-person games should have a quick turn, especially if you're on the um, uh, consoles. That's that's one thing I did like about it. So if you get if you get hurt, you'd have to push the analog stick and do like a dainty turn. So yeah, dainty I mean the pl- the plot's okay, I suppose, but I haven't got that much into it. And I played Dark Souls three, and then I was like, shit, pretty much. That was my experience. So what was wrong with Dark Souls three then? <laughs> Nothing wrong with Black Souls 3. It's just more of a personal thing. I mean, it looks fantastic. The game works. It's very challenging for gamers. I just didn't like it. <laughs> that, now, that. I thought it looked good. Uh, no, it looked okay. I didn't think it looked great. Okay. But I was playing it on the PlayStation 4. So was I. So that's like playing a PC game on like low settings now. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll, I'll admit, yeah. And some, some of the times... Me- more like medium. No, no, it was medium when it first came out. Now PCs have had another upgrade since then. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why they're all pushing for this new... I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, can you remember when, say, like, the PS1, when that first came out, some of the games that came out on it, really simple 3D games and, like, really detailed 2D sprite animation. Mm. And then, like, four years, five years into the system... They started releasing amazing looking games like Gran Turismo. Because they worked at how to optimise for that machine. I wouldn't say Gran Turismo is a... <laughs> that, that, tongue twist, that I wouldn't want, want say that's a word, but you know. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say, say it's a... I mean, for the time. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, for the to, time. To, but I'd, I'd say, like, there were games that they, they, they couldn't make it look realistic because they didn't have the capacity, so they had to make it look, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not realistic, but sort of alive. 
So that and he had like games like with Metal Gear Solid where like when the character was out you could see his breath in the air. Just little stuff like little stuff like that. That was like wow, this is the future. But yeah, sort of I'm just saying like now because the developers are basically saying we need more power, we need more power. They're not putting the work in to optimise to get the better out of the current systems. Mm. So I just think... But, but in the same sense, you know, to make games like that, it it takes forever to make a good-looking game. But that's the problem, is that they keep focusing more on making it look good through almost fake means, like to have a beautiful sort of sky and, you know background things look amazing well you know what you're playing in is complete garbage to be honest as long as they have good lighting effects people basically get tricked into thinking the game's good it's probably why i thought dark souls 3 looked good so in a I mean, sense it's more of a subpar game i'd say it's graphics is like i don't know ps3.5 in a sense i mean like i'll sort of say the mad max game i'm not saying it's crap it was a good game but it would have been nothing without the that open world setting, which they made look amazing. Hmm. You know, but... Uh, do you actually still honestly play The Sims? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, tell me what the hell you do. I've never in my life played a Sims game. Because You've one, never played a Sims game? Oh my god. One, I'm not female, and two, I'm not gay. Right, look, we can't be making comments Right, I'm definitely not female, <laughs> and I'm 80% sure I'm not gay. So I resent that. Only 80%. <laughs> 80%, okay, that, that's pretty good. You know, it'll go either way. <laughs> yeah, you know, get a few drinks down me, you know, fuck knows. But, um, I mean, Zach, you, you've played the Sims game. I'd say the best thing about the... The most entertaining thing about the game is the fact that it's not even like a game. It's more like... Well, it's a simulation, it's pretty much a free nice. for all. Yeah, um, it's a free for all in your own. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, it's just like it's just the brilliant challenge of creating a dysfunctional family and watching them fall apart. Really, yeah. because That's everyone every, everyone plays it in a way where they want to, but they want to see their Sims just fail at life constantly. I want to uh, do the exact opposite. I'll do you, Alfred. I, I, I want to care for them and make sure they're good and they have good lives. And oh, okay. when my sim dies, I want the the one to take over the business. <laughs> which is true, because of the newer DLC, they're adding stuff like that, which I'll admit. Like, the new DLC, they're kind of fun. Um, I still think the price tag, you know, twenty nine ninety nine, is still a bit... Eh. But I've, I've had a lot of fun with it. And I just, like, honestly, I'm not going to lie right now. I've had, a, I've had my PC for about nearly two years now. I'd say I've sunk the most. I know I have because I've had three separate accounts playing on The Sims 4 for reasons I won't get into. Pretty much, I guarantee I've spent 400 hours on The Sims 4. No joke. Isn't isn't The Sims 4 the one where they stripped a lot of features out as well? They did, but to the EA's credit, which I'm going to praise EA right now, they brought this... Like One of them was there was no more pulls. Then about a month later, they added pulls in for free, which, considering EA, I'm really surprised I didn't charge you for that. But then they start adding a lot more, like um, you get more jobs, um, uh, like, like, like I said, more jobs, um, more opportunities, like, especially with like technology, you're allowed to take selfies, but now you can like post them on like a social social network sort of thing. It's 
it's just funny. It makes me laugh. <laughs> oh yeah, the new new expansion pack. Um, get together. Oh my god, your Sims can get drunk. Basically, they've added like, loads of like <laughs> nightclubs, and you can get drunk, and you pretty much lose control of yourselves. When when your Sims get quote unquote flirty, you can woohoo now. You know, usually you have to to woohoo. You have to go into a bed. Yeah. Now you can go into a closet that's in the nightclub, or you can go into a bush outside. Nice. And I'm, <laughs> my friend, I showed him it, and I was like, you know how your Sims flirty? You can stop it by having a cold shower. I was like, yeah. He says, what, what if there's one if you could go on the bed and it's called calm down and your Sim just disappears under the bed for a while and comes back out looking exhausted? I was like, that's genius. Someone should mob that. I mean, to me, the... The guy who created The Sims, I bet he went into... Yeah, I'm not he, part of The Sims fan club, I just know his name. I bet he went into, Sim- like... Simpsons movie. To, like, Maxis at the time, and sort of said, young kids, they love hamsters, they love looking after little animals, but they don't like cleaning up the mess. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to make a little virtual game where people look after things, but they don't have to worry about cleaning up the shit. Is it really bad that I actually know how he pitched it to Ma- Maxis? Because <laughs> I, I swear to God, I am not a fan of The Sims at that much, but I do know that. Pretty, pretty much, he, he said to Maxis, like, uh, why don't we make a, It was basically more like um, a dollhouse, is what he tried to promote it as. And Maxis was like, no, that's not going to sell, and that sounds absolutely stupid. And then he did it anyway. And then it's like really successful. <laughs> Did it anyway? <laughs> you didn't care. <laughs> it's like the idea, like Max is coming to work one day. They're, they're like board of directors, and they just <laughs> see him just sitting there. Look, I've made a game. What? <laughs> How long have you been doing this for? A year. Oh, okay. And we've been paying you to do it. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, you've seen the original The Sims. It probably took him like two afternoons. Oh come on. I don't know. I mean, have you tried to make a game? <laughs> I have actually. <laughs> how far did you get? In how long? It took five hours. <laughs> I had a cat that was fully animated when you walked left and right and jumped. And I managed to have obstacles in the way. And I had balloons that when you went into them, they disappeared. And when you got to the end of the stage, you if you hit the end point, it restarted you back at the beginning. That's as far as I got. It's a long process. And I couldn't work it out to the controller process. to work. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much all the games I've been playing. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. The only thing I bought, I recently bought um, MGS5 again, so I could play a lot more of the online and try and complete the story mode. Even though I've had it spoiled to me, so I don't see the point, to be honest. Best game of 2015? No, it isn't. It is. So it's a piece of shit, and I feel really bad for Konami. Well, no, not Konami. Fucking Hideo Kojima. Fuck Konami. So that game, I know it's all broken up into little sections. What, MGS5? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How long does each sort of little section take, you know, each little bit? Uh, depends, it's about... If, you, if you're talking about, like, each mission, I'd say between 10, maybe 30. Depends, because you have, like, short missions, which is, like, rescue the prisoner, do whatever you want. Then you've got ones like... Uh, Destroyer, not a Metal Gear, quote unquote Metal Gear, but well, yeah, it is Metal Gear, yeah, yeah, Metal Gear. So Destroyer, Metal Gear, maximum, and you know, it just it kind of varies, basically. Because like 
that's why I loved Quantum Break because the game itself it was broken up into chapters so part one like act one two three and then you had a 20 minute movie and then it was like mm. part two act one two three and each little bit was only 20 minutes half an hour sort of long mm. and that was great because you could play a bit and then I could put it down and not worry and then come back and play so because that's what gets me with like Grand Theft Auto sort of those sort of games where you literally have to put a good 10, 20 hours into the game before you actually get into a decent way of the story sort of thing. But I think yeah. if, if, like, Metal Gear, if, if it is, like, little half-hour chunks, then I might be able to actually just sit down, play a half an hour, play an hour. It, the first, like, three hours are really drawn out and really slow. Mm. So I would advise getting those three three hours out of the way, like, immediately. <sighs> it takes about 45 minutes to go through the prologue. I don't know if I've got three hours to give. Yeah. Is the story really good? Oh, in Metal Gear 5? No, sorry, uh, Quantum Break. Oh, Quantum Break. I tell you what, I had a, a, an email conversation with George last, I think it was last night? When are we now? Friday. Yeah, it was Thursday night. And we had an email conversation. And do you know how he was quite down on the game when I was saying how good it was? And basically he was going off the review of Giant Bomb. How they didn't like it and gave it 2 out of 5. Right. And he actually... Did they? Yeah. Fuck. And in their sort of synopsis of the review it basically said... The game plays okay, it's just nothing outstanding... And the little movie clip bits, they're really low budget and crap. Mm. They don't focus on the story, you don't care about the characters, that kind of thing. Mm. And I said, the game itself, you're playing as the main character. So when it cuts to a, like the 20 mini episodes, it doesn't focus on your main character. It focuses on people you know, in the background to fill out the story. Mm. And to me, that's a lot better... Because if you were watching your main character do stuff in the cinematic, it's like, well, that would have been better for me to play that. Yeah. Instead of watching someone else do it. So it's I can't believe Sam Lake directed it. Oh, it's really good. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously it's Remedy and stuff, but... But yeah, so know. like, me and George... When I just hear Sam Lake, I'm just thinking Max Payne going, I was in a failed time experiment. It was bad. It was really bad. I remember him when my... Wife and daughter was murdered. I'm Max Payne, sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, George, he's actually... I'm sure he said he's got it on the PC. Mm-hmm. And he actually said that he's amazed at how good it is. Yeah. And he actually said that the best thing about the whole thing is the actual, you know, the 20-minute episodes. So they're really good. And we were sort of saying that one of the main characters in the... Because it's not made for network TV, they can actually have swear words in it, and it's got a lot of blood and violence. I like it. And one of the main characters throughout the whole story is, you know, he starts off being a complete ass, and by the end of it, he's really a good guy. But just as he becomes, like, a good guy and helps you out, the camera's, like, looking at his head, and all of a sudden, half his head disappears. Because someone stood right behind him with a gun and just blows his head off. You know, it's like, oh, you asshole, he was a good guy. 
<laughs> but it, it it did. It just had loads of little moments. Like uh, the very first video, the the choice that you make is either cover up the thing or just kill everyone involved. So I chose cover up, and basically the a woman that they tried to sort of tell, you know, just don't say what happened. Say this script that we prepared, and you, if you do that option, the next level you actually free her and she becomes your aid and hacks things for you. But if you choose oh. the other option, they're talking to her, and then next thing you know, they just shoot her in the head. You know, so it's just very random, you know, deaths. But it's just like, it does have loads of oh my god moments, which I was actually really shocked at. But I would recommend it. I think, I seriously do think it's one of the best games I've played this year. So I guess, Zach, what have you been playing? Uh, the only thing I've been playing is just Dark Souls. Dark Souls 3. Um, Alright, and... thanks for that. Uh... Uh, you t- you're done. Actually, I was no. about to explain uh, why I thought of Dark Souls, Sean. So, so shout out. <laughs> you shout out. You shout out. Um, <laughs> no. Yes. I will. I Go can't on. kick you, damn it. <laughs> um, Come over here to Yorkshire and try and kick me. Well, I meant from the conversation, not physically. I don't do physical violence. I'm not, I haven't got the muscles for it. You don't. You don't need muscles. You just need. <laughs> you, just, you just need wit. You just need wit for physical yep. violence. <laughs> yeah. Then you don't have to do physical violence. You can just make the person <laughs> laugh and then just tap them on the nose and then they'll giggle and then turn into a bunny rabbit and then hop off for the nearest banana bus. So if you're confused, if you're confused, that means I've won the argument. Continue. Uh, yeah, Dark Souls 3, I really, really like it. I think it's really good. I pretty much agree with a lot of what you said in your review, David. Um... Which is surprising, considering you've never played a Dark Souls game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad you liked it. It surprised me as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing that... Um, the only negative I can really think of... I'm not even entirely sure if it's that much of a negative. Um, it seems... I don't know why. It seems a lot easier than other Souls games. I've, I've seemed to be flying through the game quite easily, which has never happened in a previous Souls game for me. But that might be because I've got the experience of the last three Souls games. I can't... I'm sort of stuck on that. But point. yeah, I think that's what a lot of people said when Dark Souls 2 sort of came out. You know, say, is it easier or is it just the fact I know how to play it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's bloody hard. <laughs> <laughs> that first boss annoyed the hell out of me. What first? Oh yeah, that first boss, yeah, that was... Because I was, I was like... I've. This actually game's actually pretty easy because I, I yeah, died I twice, but then I got I got the pattern down, and I was like, "Oh, I've nearly got you!" And then he turned into a what the hell? Yeah, that's why he turned into a what that the hell. And it's quite that weird. Was, that wasn't um, fun. I think I quite like um, all of the the uh, the boss designs. I think are really good. Hmm. Um, pretty much all of them basically just change halfway through, um, which is just annoying. Did you say? Um, you, did you? I, I want to actually ask a question because I want to see if it's just me. Um, do you, do you, are you playing it on the PS4? Yes, I am. Um, have you tried playing uh, with friends? No. David, have you? I've not played it since it came out. You've not played it since it came out. I got it sent a month early. A review copy. You lucky bastard. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, because you did that thing, and I, I showed my mate saying, uh, "Oh yeah, David, you, you remember David? He, he's uh, playing it." But he got really pissed off. 
<laughs> you like almost wanted to complain. To I tell you, I, did I tell you too that I got a nice email <laughs> sent from Bandai Namco? No, but yeah, basically I've been trying to play it with Dan a lot, and it just doesn't work. Like every time he puts the, uh, I can't remember, you know, the chalk down, whatever you yeah. call it, it just doesn't show up. Even though we've, you know, we've done the password thing, we've even done it without the password thing. We've waited like fifteen minutes, and it just doesn't show up. So. The only thing I can think of is the level. Are you a similar level? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It no. works sometimes, and like even then, we we turn like uh, even when he has done it, when it works sometimes, his level goes down a bit. Anyway. <laughs> so Which he I've, really hates me for. He's I've, like, why I've are you so I found out this email. Mm-hmm. So the title is Dark Souls Three Press Kit on eBay. Now. One of my friends on Facebook put up a picture of the press kit that I got for the Dark Souls 3, which is like a, it looks like a crate that you open up. It's got like straw in, and it's got posters and the game. And I think it's got another disc as well, so I don't know what the hell's on that disc. I've not opened it. It's probably a soundtrack. You reckon? Yeah. Um, but it, it looks pretty cool, and I've just put it on my little shelf. Um, but someone on their Facebook put up a link saying someone's selling their Dark Souls 3 press kit on eBay and it's already at £400. And I sort of left a comment saying, oh, I wish I had a thought of that, you know, as a joke. So I got an email from Gareth Bag saying, Hi David, it has come to our attention that a Glasgow-based journalist is selling a Dark Souls 3 press kit on eBay. If you are involved, then I'd recommend you remove it from eBay immediately. We take this kind of thing very seriously at Bandai Namco, so please consider this as a fair warning. If this is sold and it turns out you were involved, then this will result in an immediate termination of any relationship between us and your publication, Gareth. So I just sent an email back saying, What? I, I, I don't use eBay. That's my eBay account. So I guess someone in Glasgow got the review copy and decided to sell it, which is quite funny. I tried the Doom beta. Oh yeah, what do you think of it? Ah, it's... It's not as good as Doom 1. No, it's not as good as Doom. It's original Doom, or Doom 2. Nothing can be better than Doom 1. But, to me, Doom had its own style. Like, you're on Mars, you opened hell. But this just looks like a, a reject of, like, Halo or Destiny, you know, like, the character designs. Mm. I, th- I actually said that in that um, preview thing I did. Yeah. I said that um, you can make, um, you have customizable, customizable armor for your space marine, or whatever you want to call it. And, um, but that all the designs basically just, like, Halo rejects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think, I mean, the single player might be different. But it's, it just seems to have lost its identity. I think physically it has. Like, aesthetically. I think, I think it plays very much like Doom. When that kind of... It's just... You're just constantly running around, not really not really worrying about anything apart from finding the next person to murder. Um, but you're like, you don't have to worry about sprinting, because your character's always sprinting. You don't have to worry about reloading, because there isn't really that any reloading anyway. It's just a matter... It's just, all you have is just, just about... You have a gun, go and, find, go and find someone to kill in a horrible, grisly way. Which is quite doomy. 
But it's the, the the problem I had was the fact that it's like an arena shooter. But I remember, I think was it was it ninety seven, ninety eight sort of time when Quake Three Arena and Unreal Tournament originally sort of came out. So that sort of time scale. Mm-hmm. I still think those played better than what this does. I've not played them. Yeah. <laughs> well, um. I, I really like Doom. I think it's quite... Uh, it's just nice to play a game that isn't bogged down in perks and attachments and special abilities. You literally just pick the two weapons you want to start with at the beginning of the game and go kill people. Which is quite good. Yeah. And it, we'll see, because it'll be out... It's out in a few weeks, really, isn't it? I think it's out in, like, May? Like, the first two weeks of May or something? Yeah. It's like May 12th. It's ridiculous. Not, not that bad, is it? I mean, again, I've had a quick go at Football Manager 15. I'm now... Oh, God, how far into the future am I? 2025? You're playing Football Manager 15? Yeah. Why are you playing Football Manager 15? 16's out. Yeah, but I'm like 10, 15 years into the future. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've, I've got Football Manager 16, but... I on my old tablet I uploaded the save file to the cloud, downloaded Football Manager fifteen on my new tablet, and I downloaded the save file. So oh okay, right, like, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm back. I can <laughs> win almost every game. I think last season I got I, I, I drew three games and lost one. Nice. Uh, the only problem is my club doesn't have enough money to build a new stadium. And the players I've got, they're all on like 200 grand a week because we're all superstars. So basically, I'm making a loss every year. And it's only the fact that I'm winning the Champions League, winning the FA Cup, winning the Capital One Cup and winning the uh, Premier League. I'm just having enough money just to keep going. But I can't really buy any players anymore. So all my players that were like 22, 23, they're all like 29-year-olds now. And it's like, oh, it's getting a bit dodgy, so I might quit sometime soon. But I, I got England to the world number one spot. They've won the World Cup and won the European Championship. Nice. But yeah, I'm, I've done well. I've done well. And the last game that I, I played today, because I've got sent episode two to review, but it's the Blues and Bullets. So I finished off the first episode. I was on right at the last sort of bit of it. I only had like 20 minutes to go to finish it off. And I tell you what, I just re- remembered how good that game is. Such a good game. Oh, I, I played it on Steam and it. I really didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, but Zach, your opinion's uh, wrong. Oh my god. Uh, I think I got to the bit, the, the, the first like shooty bit. The first shooty bit. Where... Um, you got some guards. Yeah, you sort of like and then, stand and behind then, a car and shoot the guards at the doorway summit. Yeah, and then you have to fight through a courtyard. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, nah, I'm not, oh, I don't want to do this. The story is so good. do this. The story is so good. If they, if they uh, patch in a part where you can skip the shooting bits, I might play it. But so I interviewed one of the PR guys from a crowd of monsters who developed the game today. 
Uh, that should be up either this week or next week. And I also interviewed people who met the Severed Games, or is it Drinkbox Studios? So that should be up soon as well on our OUG Talks podcast. Other than that, that, my friends, is about it. So, I mean, what I will do is we will go for a quick break. We will have a few congratulation messages, starting off with a message from John Hare. And then we will just come back with a little bit of news and then the goodbyes. So back in a couple of minutes. Thank you to all these people leaving us nice messages. One up gaming. Yeah, nice one with your 150th birthday, mates. Good job. Hi, it's indie game designer Mark Shepard here. On behalf of the Membrane Studios team, congratulations to One Up Gaming for your 150th podcast. Hi there, One Up. This is Brian with Image Inform. Congratulations on the first 150, and here's to 150 more. Cheers! This is Nickel Hunt, creator of Fist of Awesome and other mediocre games. Congratulations to the 1UP Gaming Podcast folks for 150 mother-funking podcasts. Oh yeah! Hi there, this is Shannon Martin from Podbean. I'm the Director of Community Relations here. And we want to give a big shout-out to 1UP Gaming for reaching your 150th podcast episode. That's a really special milestone. And from the whole Podbean team, we want to send our warmest congratulations and hope that you have much continued success. This is Emma Jansen. Ba-da-da-da-da. Congratulations. Ba-da-da-da-da. On 150. Ba-da-da-da-da. Podcast. Hey, hit up your favorite author. You inspired me, you inspired me, honestly, to be a writer on a gaming application that's currently being developed in the United States. And truly, truly, I just wanted to say thank you. Bye-bye, guys. Hey, 1UP Gaming, congrats on your 150th podcast. Um, You're our favorite podcast for games, as you gave us the best review we've ever had for one of our games. Uh, Thanks a lot, keep it up, and well done from the Pixel Bullies. Hi, Tony here from How to Write a Tune. A little shout out to our boys over at 1UP Gaming. 150 episodes in the bag. Big 1UP yourselves. Do you have trouble sleeping? Tossing and turning all night. Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended 6-8 to hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly. With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers if erection lasts more than five hours. See a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit facebook.com slash fly because you deserve a better life. And we're back. It's still the One Up Game podcast. So I think we'll just quickly talk a little bit about some news. Yeah. News. Yeah. News. 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 And the first bit of news, Sean, I'm sure you'll be interested in. Go on, then. It's a game that I couldn't care less about. I am. Because, one... It's made by Nintendo. Okay. Two, it's a Nintendo 64DD reject. And okay. three, it's Animal Crossing. Okay. 
I played Animal Crossing about two di- weeks ago and I fucking hated it. Oh, that's good. And it's its 15th year anniversary this year. Still shit. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, what opinion do you have? Of? Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. I've never played Animal Crossing. Don't. Um, don't don't play love it. So, yeah, don't no. Know. Honestly, those people have no life. I tell you what, guys. As a gamer, me saying that, it must be bad. I don't know I if know, any you play of, Sims. I don't know if any of you two were on <laughs> a few weeks ago when I made my comment about girl gamers. Oh no, what did you do? What, what, did you what say? about them? And first of all <laughs> Please don't be that guy who went girl gamers, they don't exist. No. Basically what I said was I want to apologise. <laughs> I, I didn't want to be stereotypical girl gamer. What I meant was... <laughs> you didn't want to be a stereotypical <laughs> girl gamer. <laughs> okay, then. No, what I meant was... I don't like the fact that so-called girl gamers... To prove they are gamers, they have to dye their hair bright pink or blue and get tattoos of games. Well, what? You know, whenever you see these people on YouTube and that... Whoa, no. <laughs> Let me just stop you right there. I'm not a girl, and I'm offended by that comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works, but wow. Okay, if you're apologising, then that's fine. Right. So, Animal Crossing, we don't care, do we? No. PlayStation Neo, does anyone care? Oh, yeah, that. I haven't cared enough to research it. I've got my uh, PS4, I'm happy, I'm happy with that, so... I think it's quite interesting. Um, it's very bad for our wallets if they're going to upgrade. If they can upgrade um, PlayStations every like three years, not three years, like two years. Because to me, the problem I see is I know they're saying every game will have a base and the Neo mode, but it won't. <laughs> but <laughs> it won't. <laughs> if the PlayStation like Neo takes off massively, then of course, like the new 3DS sort of thing, it's like, because that didn't sell as well as they hoped, then the games, there weren't many games that was exclusive for that machine, but if it had have taken off, they'd have done the exact same thing as what they did with the DS and the Game Boy Advance, they were like, oh, this is our third pillar of entertainment to go with our, like, the, would it have been the Wii at the time? Like, the Wii, the... Oh, maybe even the GameCube, I can't remember now. It's that long ago since it came out, isn't it? That's probably the GameCube, actually. It's that old, isn't it? Well, the 3DS? No, the DS. Oh, the DS. Oh, that is old. Yeah, it, it might have even been... That the, is... Could have even been the end of the GameCube sort of time. Because it had Nintendo 64 launch games, didn't it? That's like the Mario 64. Anyway, basically no. they said that <laughs> Nintendo, they sort of said... Oh, we're going to keep our three pillars of entertainment, like the home console, the Game Boy Advance, and the DS. But as soon as a couple of months after the DS came out and it sold, like, massively, they just slowly killed off the Game Boy Advance as fast as they could. So I think if the PlayStation Neo does come out and sells massively, then there's less incentive for the developers to make sure the PlayStation 4 original sort of games run as smooth as what they should. Think, it, mm, I'm not sure if it would sell as good as the PlayStation 4 immediately. Because obviously everyone's basically just got a PlayStation 4, so they wouldn't see the point. Oh, there's some crazy and, people out there. 
then, like, I guess keeping them parallel would be easier than, like, keeping, like, the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 3 parallel, or the 360 and the 1, because the difference in power's not going to be as great. So it could it could feasibly work, I think. But again, like like you said, like if they sell loads of them, I don't see why they would continue with the PlayStation Four. They could, they could just discontinue it. Because I mean, like I know the rumor at the moment is the God of War Four is going to be like one of the launch titles to show the new processing power in the graphics of PlayStation Neo. Right. Yeah. Now, what gets me is at E three when they show off that trailer. Is it going to stay in the bottom corner? better on PlayStation Neo? Or are they going to show you the original PlayStation 4 version side-by-side side to sort of say, look how good that one looks compared to that? Or are they just going to say, this is on PlayStation 4, and then when millions of people... Because there's about 40 million consoles sold. So when millions of people buy that game and play it, they're like, it looks nothing like what they've shown. Well, I mean, people do it all the time. They did it with Watch Dogs. <laughs> Ubisoft do it with every game, actually. You can get away with it. Yeah, but they show a concept, but as the Watch Dogs was coming up close to release, they actually did show what the game was looking like. Yeah, but, I mean, they still, they still did it. <laughs> Whereas, like, with this, Sony can literally show a really powerful version of the game that will be released to a few people who buy the new $400 console. But for the vast majority, it'll be... Nowhere near as high fidelity as that game. I don't know. I mean, I think Sony have basically. I think they should have come out and said, "Yes, we are working on this. We will explain more at E3 or something." Because at the moment, because they're not saying anything, a lot of people like us knobs are basically just going on about what we think is going to happen without actually knowing. But yeah, even if they confirm it, we do. We'd be doing it now. <laughs> We're well, doing, no, doing this right now. They should sort of say, yes, we're doing this, this, this. We're doing it because of this. And we'll have a lot more details in a couple of months. You know, but... I mean, I think it's, again, all but confirmed. Xbox, they're doing the same sort of thing as well, I believe. They have now sort of confirmed saying, yes, they've got working prototypes of an Xbox One with different graphics chips and RAM. So I think they're both... Again... I think it all stems to the fact that three years ago when these machines were announced, they were mid-range PCs at best. And now three years later, they've had two or three new graphics cards and RAM has gone from 8 gig and now it's a standard of about 16 on PCs for a good PC. So what sounded not too bad on consoles is now massively outdated. So I seriously think a lot of the developers are like, we just can't make these games run on your consoles anymore. Again, I'm of the old school sort of thought where you buy a console and you've got it for a guaranteed five, six, seven years until you buy the next console. I'm not too sure about this upgrade every three years. Yeah, because they'll sell it as a new console anyway. They'll sell it at the exact same price. And I don't know about used to, but I think the next Xbox is just literally going to be the same as what Valve have done with like, the Steam machines. So it's literally going to be a box that's branded Xbox, 
and it plays Xbox games, but those games also play on a PC. Okay, yeah, that could that's an interesting idea actually. Yeah, you know, and it'll just run Windows Ten or whatever it'll be at the time, but it'll have like a custom front face. So when you load it up, it'll, it'll look like a console sort of thing. But it, in essence, it's just a skin covering Windows Ten, you know, to be on your big screen. And I think that's the way they'll be doing that. And then they can offer RAM upgrades and graphics card upgrades. You know, it'll just be like slide out, slide the new one in sort of thing. And then they'll have just like the PC version. It'll just automatically sort of know what you've got and change from like low, medium, high sort of settings. So I think that's where they'll be going. They'll be going on their PC heritage. It's a scary world we're living in. And E3 this year is going to be fascinating. Because not only are Nintendo hopefully going to show off what they've got, which again, I'm not sure how relevant they are anymore. I just don't know if they understand what's going on. They, they weren't the big guys that they were like at least 10 years ago. They're, they're just. They're obviously, they're not going to like fade away or anything, but they've got to pull you something You say that, out. but the Wii U. It only sold like 10 million consoles. And like the Xbox One, from what everyone's saying, is doing really crap. In half the time, sold 20 million. Mm. You know, so if that's doing really crap, then what the hell? I mean, look at the Dreamcast, that got discontinued. That sold about 15 million. You know, so. Yeah, Nintendo have got the financial backing to have like five failed consoles before they decide to pull out. No, because they're publicly owned. So as soon as they have a, a massive failure, everyone will take the money out. Yeah, even then they still sell like loads of they still sell loads of stuff, not just game stuff. So oh yeah, yeah but, they'd still be making money anyway. But I think it'll get to the point and where and they're still on the DS. Yeah, that hasn't sold that well this year either. No, the new one didn't at all. But it's still, I mean, people still love it. People still buy the games on it. Guilty. <laughs> so moving quietly on, the Batman collection. Has anyone I, heard of this? Nope. They're remaking, not remaking. Um, so I'm like doing an HD, re, HD reboot, whatever you want to call it, of like the first two Arkham games or something. It's a remaster. I mean, that's the word I was looking for. What gets me, if it's the Batman Arkham Collection, then surely enough, it should have all four games. All four games. <laughs> Maybe they just realised how the other last two games were complete shit. Well, no, because... Well, no, because Arkham Knight was really good. Fuck off, it was. Yeah, it was. It was really good. No, it wasn't. It was really good. Okay, it was. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed Arkham Knight better than Arkham City. I second that. I put them in the same ballpark. I didn't like Arkham City. Arkham Asylum was so good. Oh, best. I think they should just re-release that. Yeah. On its own. Don't put Arkham City in it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it should have Batman, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Blackgate. Arkham Origins, and... Uh, no. <laughs> that was an abomination. Oh, of, I got sent that to review. I know. <laughs> it was so bad. How the hell can you make a side-scrolling beat-em-up out of the Batman and still try to use the fighting mechanics that they had? Yeah, they did it back in the old days with the NES. But it didn't have it the fighting. Shit then. It didn't have the fighting <laughs> mechanics of that sort of game, though. It was just like mm. a simple punch or chuck a batarang or whatever. That's the thing. Everyone's been trying to copy the uh, fighting style of Batman Arkham Asylum. Right? It was like 
Um, Shadow of Mordor, which I recently played, that's just a pretty much a take from it. Um, I think it's made by the same. No, it isn't. Um, no, no, it's monolith. Yeah. Um, Sleeping Dogs did. Um, pretty much any like fighting game. Yeah, but Sleeping Dogs was good. Sleeping Dogs was good, yeah. No, I didn't say it was bad. No, I, awesome. I liked the fighting in that. Plus, the interactive scenery where you could like chuck people into stuff. And... Oh, my favourite is impaling people on the floor with like a fish nose. It's hilarious. <laughs> So yeah, I think we're, we're all in agreement. If it's going to be a collection, it should have all the games. Mm. Well, they shouldn't even... What, what's the point of bringing out Arkham Knight? Because it came out on the PS4. Yeah, but it's a collection. It should have all the games. The thing is, if you own Arkham Knight, you'd be buying Arkham Knight again. And then you'd be wasting money, if that makes sense. Well, no, because it's... No matter what, it's going to be 30, 40 <coughs> quid. So no matter yeah. what, it's going to be the same price. So that you know, it's just whatever they're willing to chuck. Yeah, but in. if they if they lumped in Arkham Knight, they would have made it more. I don't think they would have. Yeah, they would. <laughs> I think that's, the that's why they're not putting out Arkham Origins because Origins was shit. Yeah, but I don't think it was. I think it just got really bad. It's the same as no, it was atrocious. I played it. Big big fan of um, big fan of the uh, Asylum. Uh, City was okay, not good, not 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 better, not worse. And then Origins. Origins had the terrible. best story of all of them. Fuck off, it did. <laughs> okay, it did. <laughs> but then it's. I'm not a big Batman fan anyway, so I'm not. I just liked the Asylum. I thought that was done really well. Mm. And I think when they tried to go bigger, it just wasn't better. Yeah. Like, my favourite part of the uh, Asylum was the um, Scarecrow bits. Yes, they were my favourite. That, that was amazing. That honestly scared me, because I was quite young when I, when I first played that. I'm not freaked out, aren't I? Yeah, 27. No, right. <laughs> yeah, but you're ancient, so... Do you know what? <laughs> Both of you. I had my birthday like three days ago and no one said anything. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna put happy birthday on Facebook, but I don't do that to anyone. It's a bunch of dicks. I, I, I said it out loud in my bedroom. I like, <laughs> <happy> <laughs> he said it to the, said it to the sky. Pretty much, yeah. I hope, I hope you heard it. If you didn't hear it, I'm sorry. Fine. You're really old now. I am. I'm very old. It's thirty-five. I mean, but Jesus, Zach, you're quite old, aren't you? Twenty-one. I'm younger than you. Ha. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, God, I'm in old. mind. I'm younger than everyone. I'm about five. Would you say that about me? I, I play The Sims, unironically, and enjoy it. <laughs> Even do you, I have to. Do you think I would enjoy The Sims? No. Why not? Because you're a cynical old bastard. That's why. I tell you what, guys. I think that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only saying that truthfully because it just does not seem like your cup of tea. It so, really before we go, I would just like to thank everyone that's been involved with the One Up Gaming sort of podcast. No problem, thanks. Apart from, <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it, right? <laughs> wink, wink, hush, hush. Say no more, sir. What was that? Is that American? He had one shot at it. I don't know. 
Oh, I'm going to listen to his podcast at the end of this. I don't think he's updated it for months. Are we talking about Ryan? Oh, don't mention the name. He didn't say Ryan. We don't mention Ryan Lang. What, Ryan? Yeah. What about um, the other one? (laughs) Is it Nathan you're on about? Maybe. The one that told me to sack those two young girls who all of a sudden thought I said that and... You know. <laughs> I was... thought that was you. No. Maybe he was telling Porcupine. We were good friends and then he just disappeared out of my life. That was really that was really rude of him. <laughs> Where did you go, Nathan? <laughs> no, I think he secretly did hate me, especially when we went to um revival. Oh he hated me. Cause I, I think it. I no, because I criticized his um not driving skills, but like navigating skills, and I think he took it to me saying because he's Asian. Right, so I'm just on the One Shot podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's still episode 24. That was July 22nd, 2015. Mm. I wanted to like it. I honestly did, but it's just too American for me. I the Nathan, didn't. The Nathan comes and it just it it, it gets it's it's weird. I thought I would listen to it to see how what he wanted to do with the podcast because he did some changes which I wasn't happy with, and yeah, I listened to one and it basically started off, oh yeah, my neighbour, what a fucking asshole he is, and blah, blah. I was like, what the hell? It's one of those podcasts that people usually do when they're famous, like like when PewDiePie, you won't probably that, but like when PewDiePie and Simon Toast Ken, who are very famous in the YouTube community, so people listen to the podcast to try and get like a behind the scene things and what they do. I think Ryan tried to do that when he has no audience, <laughs> so it pretty much goes. I'm not, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to take the piss out of him, like anything, but you know, if you have no audience, a lot of people aren't going to care. It's only going to be like your best friends and possibly your mum and dad. I tell you what, guys, do you know what I thought was really funny? Go on. When he was doing his podcast and basically like, left this podcast, I was I followed his podcast, so it tells you how many downloads he gets. Yeah. And we were getting, at the time, about between 500 and 1,000 downloads a week. Yeah. And he was getting like 20. And I would purposely write an email as if it was to the whole team, but just send it to Ryan. Saying, oh, just to tell you guys, we've had like over a thousand downloads this week. <laughs> you know, I think the changes are really helping the podcast and, you know, because <laughs> I am a, a bastard. But he's American, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but I mean, you must admit, some of the changes he did, like calling people random names and... Oh, that, that was... I thought, for, for a second, I thought, I don't know, maybe it'll be a bit refreshing. It got annoying. And that wasn't the first time it happened. You know, it, it probably it might it might work on his podcast. I don't know. But it was like, the funny thing is, he did it, but then no one actually remembered their names, and they just called each other their actual names. So mm-hmm. there was like no point to it. It was five minutes of filler. Yeah, it was like an anime episode. But, <laughs> I mean, I know. That... Yes, Zach gets it. <laughs> <laughs> like he was sort of telling me that he wanted to do the podcast, but he wanted to. Start recording, talk for an hour, an hour and a half, then stop recording and just put the file up. Like, you can't do that. You've got to cut things out. You've got to edit things. And 
The problem with you, David, you sometimes forget to cut out some things, and then you yeah. only realise when you put it up, and you're like, maybe I should have cut that out. No, a lot of our Nazi talk, that all got cut out. <laughs> oh, my God. I think, I, think, I think there's one where you actually were bashing Ryan, and uh, you went, um, no, I think it was Nathan who actually said it. It was like, no, it was, remember, remember when we was in Revival? And we were, you know, doing the uh, car cast thing. And you were like, oh. and I f- yeah, and then Ryan was, uh, Nathan was like, um, uh, right, you know, you began it with, Ryan's not here because he's gay. <laughs> and, then, and then and then Nathan goes, uh, not that we have anything, uh, anything against gay people. And you just went, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember oh, me looking life. back, I remember me looking back, Evie, Mel, and Nathan were in the back, I was looking at him like, what the fuck did they just... I was like, I have no part of this. I, I'm fine with gay people. I'm not gay myself. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know... And I felt... I was like, I feel really uncomfortable in this guy right now. <laughs> I tell you what, considering that was done on my little tiny notebook, or sorry, mm. not even notebook, my tablet, with a, a stupid microphone I was holding... Good old snowball. ...in the middle of the car, mm. the sound quality was really good. It was pretty good, yeah. Wait, you recorded it in the middle of a car? Yeah, we, yeah. we sort of like went into the, the back of the car. Well, the... That sounds really dodgy. The two the girls and Nathan are in the back, and me and Sean are at the front, and they just held it in the middle of us. Yeah. Just talked. Yeah, I think you should good. listen. Uh, I'll, I'll see if... Just check uh, the pocket. It literally says uh, live at Revival, I think. Yeah. Just listen to it at the end. It's just... It, honestly, David just goes, Ryan's not here because he's gay. <laughs> 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 we have nothing against gay people. I do. <laughs> I was like, okay then. I'm just going to say this now. Um, we've got a hundred... I should have maybe said this at the start. I might actually edit this into the start. But we've got like 150 games to give away. I'll have them. So, so if anyone just goes on our podcast page on iTunes. Yeah, give me a sec. And writes a nice review and gives us five stars. Oh, no, I can't do that. Please leave your... I have your... my integrity to hold, you know. Laugh, it's funny. If you leave your Twitter handle, <laughs> then I will tweet you a direct message of a random Steam code. What what games is there? Random. Random. It's my favourite kind. Do you, happen to have, do you happen to have Frillville off the rails? Because I want to get that to Steam. No, no, I mean... Shame, I like that game. Oh, I've got Flame Over, mm-hmm. Football Manager. Mm-hmm. And it's got loads of, loads of stuff. Spectra, Angle mm-hmm. Fiesta, Weaponographist. What else have mm-hmm. we got? Kitty Powers Matchmaker. Oh, I've actually got that game on the phone. It's pretty over, good. Over 9,000 Zombies. Concursion. Orbitalis. Oh, that's a great game. That I love that. So, we've got quite a lot of stuff there. I've got, like, loads of sheets of paper lying around. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, please go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. Visit us on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash O-U-G. We sell t-shirts and mugs at bluecyborg.com. Just search 1UP Gaming. You can get 10% off at 
customcontrollersuk.co.uk. Just use the discount code WARNUPGAMING and you can get 5% off at funstock.co.uk. Again, with a discount code WARNUP. We have Amazon links on the website. Please use them if you buy anything from Amazon. Basically, Amazon can track that you've come from our site and they give us a small percentage of that sale. We have Facebook and YouTube. The links are on the top of the website, so just click on them and go straight to their pages. You can tweet us at OUG Official. And you can email us at contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. We are on Twitch, which we don't really use that much because I work nights, so no one wants to watch me play a game at 7 o'clock in the morning. And no one else seems to do anything, but we're on Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash official. And the podcast itself, we're on iTunes. Please subscribe to us, which is the One Up Gaming Podcast, and our newest member of the family, OUG Talks. So please leave reviews for each of them. And again, I'll randomly pick winners and just send out game codes for you all. So just leave your Twitter handle within the reviews. So I think that's been the One Up Gaming Podcast episode 150. Whoa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fan bloody tastic. Nice. It's been a disappointing episode, hasn't it? It has. Where's Eddie when you need him? Probably sold the microphone, hasn't he? Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering. If you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. OUG Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.